we often tend to say in hypnotic language patterns, always be leading. Let's put an asterisk at the end of that, always be leading towards an ethical outcome. It's where inside of all that I teach in terms of specific business patterns for ethical influence and positive persuasion, I'm constantly drilling in those two terms of ethical influence and positive persuasion and talking about various checkpoints so that as you get deeper into the sales process, now you're further deepening rapport and they're further convincing themselves of the eventual sale or in the event it's not for them, there's an ethical place out of the process. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. I should probably let you know ahead of time that this week's episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks, episode number 14, Change Your Buyer's Criteria, this week's episode, for the next like 20 or 30 minutes, you're about to hear me completely nerd out over what I've found to be like my favorite method of hypnotic influence. Because in this week's episode, it's not just about giving you a highly effective method of hypnotic persuasion that you can put into use today in your business though I am about to give you a highly effective method of hypnotic persuasion that you can put to use today in your business. Instead, it's also about how to put the right words in the right order. So yes, as I promised before, you can actually change the criteria in which your potential buyer is making their decision. And by doing so, it becomes even easier now to have people wanting more from you even before you make an offer. And then on top of that, your offer, your product, or your service will stand out in such a way that ethically speaking, you no longer have any competition. So as a heads up, my job is always to help you to learn faster and easier, which is why we've made a very simple cheat sheet available to you for this week's episode. If you head over to jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 14, number 14, that's this week's episode. That'll bring you over to the show notes. And while you're there, that's where you can grab my cheat sheet of this exact language pattern, print it out, have it open on your computer. It'll make it even easier to put this to use. So with that, let's jump directly in. Here we go with change your buyer's criteria. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you this very simple formula. And just as a pre-warning, 
No, you are not about to be listening to an advanced algebra podcast, if such a thing even exists. Instead, let me begin by simply giving you the almost mathematical formula behind the pattern I'm about to share with you. It's not about X, though we are going to X. It's also about Y, so that you can Z. There's the formula, and once you hear me give a few more examples, though to be fair, I've actually already done it at least once with you on this week's episode. How cool is that? Instead, I'll do it a few more times mathematically, and then we'll start to break down the individual examples. It's not about X, though we are going to X. It's also about Y, so that you can Z. So if you think back to the intro I gave a little while ago, if I remember it right, here's what I probably said. That in today's episode, I'm not just going to teach you a highly effective method of hypnotic persuasion, though I am going to teach you a highly effective method of hypnotic persuasion. It's also about putting the right words in the right order so that you can change the criteria in your buyer's mind. This way, they're ready to take action with you even before you make an offer, and ethically speaking, you now stand out against the competition. That was the formula with a little bit of information inside of it. And my task today is always, again, to make this faster and easier for you to learn, which is a heads up. Once again, jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 14. That's where you can grab the cheat sheet for this week's episode and follow along visually if you want. Though one more time, mathematically, it's not about X, though we are going to X. It's also about Y so that you can Z. So this is kind of like that old game of Mad Libs, like kids would have in a little bit of a flip book inside of a road trip perhaps, where now your task is to fit the criteria of your business into this very simple formula. Before I get into even more detail with this, let's talk a little bit further about some of what's going on inside of this pattern. First of all, there's a concept called framing which the very simple definition of framing, we can get very literal with the idea of a frame around a picture. Now imagine for a moment, let's say a painting, if you know the artist Jackson Pollock, where it almost looks as if someone has just splattered paint randomly on a canvas. And in some way, it's kind of what that looks like. Yet if that was on display at a rather fancy elite museum with a beautiful ornate frame all around it, you would start to give that painting even higher regard, even more credibility. Then again, if you saw such a painting with some sort of junk wood frame kind of perched up against a wall, a fence, and a junkyard, you wouldn't give it as much regard, clearly. So by putting a slightly different frame, not just of the physical frame around the image, but to expand that frame further, even in terms of the location, in which it's now hung. Suddenly now it changes the criteria as to how we look at something. Let's also introduce one of my favorite formulas, and this is a little bit of a bonus in this week's episode. Here is your ultimate formula in business for under-promise, over-deliver. And think about this for a moment. Chances are there have been moments inside of courses you've attended, products that you've purchased, services that you've hired, where by the time it was done, it became a beautiful, beautiful example of under-promise, over-deliver, and you were immediately a raving fan in terms of what they were providing. And you probably very likely sent referrals and left reviews online because it seemed to be that the company completely overperformed in terms of what was originally agreed upon. And we love those moments. What if there was a way to under-promise and over-deliver consistently? What if we crack the code as to, again, another formula that if you can match this criteria 
in your business, you can consistently under-promise, over-deliver. And as a side note, this is what's already embedded inside of this pattern, a pattern which doesn't quite have a name. In my head, I've been calling it the it's not about, but it is routine. But let's just focus on the actual technique here. Here's the formula, by the way, for under-promise, over-deliver. Sell people what they want. However, in the process of delivering what they want, give them what they need. Again, think about that as a formula. And let me now run this, it's not about, but it is routine on this. And you're gonna hear this under-promise, over-deliver formula embedded inside of it. I was on a call recently with a student who does credit repair. And as he does credit repair, he was recognizing a bit of a problem in the shape of his business. And suddenly, all of a sudden, for some reason, I had like three of these people call me at once, which is kind of cool. My credit's good, their credit was good. We were talking about better serving their clients for whom their credit could be better, to say it politely. So all three of them recently, in the last month, something must have been in the news, reached out to me and they expressed a very similar concern. I've got a good problem in my business, credit repair. What's the problem? Well, my clients keep coming back to me, which think about this, in any business, it's generally a good sign that people come back to you. But then again, for credit repair, what does that mean? It meant they fixed the problem, they put a Band-Aid over the issue, but then they got into trouble in their credit once again and had to have a reason to come back to this provider. So again, the wonderful world of, uh, you know, this world of synchronicity, as it were. Suddenly, these people were calling me up, and for one of them, here's what we workshopped because he was looking at the fact he had been recently trained as a coach. He was actually also looking at the fact I teach hypnosis certification courses and was considering that. And here's the formula using this, it's not about, but it is routine. Because his question was, how do I add coaching and consulting services on top of my credit repair service? From the guise of, again, how do I now work with these people so that they don't have to come back to me? Here's the pattern I'm teaching you right now applied directly to his situation. It's not about repairing your credit, though we are going to repair your credit. It's also about changing your entire emotional mind connection with money so that you never need a service like mine ever again. Sound good? The power of a good little tag question at the end of it. By giving that statement, think about what happened there. He completely changed the criteria in which the person was shopping. Let's call this out. Let's imagine for a moment that his service was perhaps 20% higher in cost than everyone else. The thing about what just happened, he just created that under-promise, over-deliver formula inside of his languaging. Because everyone else out there, everyone else is selling credit repair. He's offering financial freedom. He's offering financial independence. And chances are, the other providers might have helped someone to get there, but how dare they not frame that relationship of credit repair in that respect? So it's not about credit repair, though we are going to repair your credit. It's also about changing your entire emotional mind connection with money. This way you never need a service like mine ever again. Make sense? And what have you done there? Again, as we talked about framing, we began the issue. Here's a bigger mind perspective of the world, by the way. This is how I talk about habits and behaviors and even fears, even with my clients, one-to-one. -one. When we're inside of the structure of a problem, I talked about this previously on the episode all about motivation. When we're in a problem, 
It's as if the horse has the blinders up, a single pinpoint spotlight is shining directly on one thing that seems impossible to resolve. And if you were to simply pull out, expand that peripheral vision, I love this phrase, you start to notice everything it is that you were not yet noticing. And by doing so now, if it was a person, let's say, trying to change their habit, they, they want to quit smoking, now again, they start to notice everything it is that they were not yet noticing. The beauty of this languaging is the fact that now that cigarette becomes the smallest, most insignificant part of the entire experience. It's not about X, though we are going to X. It's also about Y, so that you can Z. So here's another one for you. It's not just about helping you to quit smoking, though I am going to help you to quit smoking. <laughs> it's also about building a new filter on life so that now you get to spend all of that time, energy, and money building up your health rather than damaging it. So do you see what's happening there? This is that, again, formula of under-promise, over-deliver. The reason they were calling for that specific service was because they had the singular goal that they wanted to quit smoking. And it's where early on, this is a little bit of a filter that I should install here, by the way, the fact that we absolutely should help people with the things that they're reaching out to us for. See people where they are and help them to get where they want to be. Though again, let's embed this under-promise, over-deliver formula on top of that, that along the journey of helping them to get to their eventual arrival, now we're also helping them to gather the skills, the resources, the perspective of the world, as it were, that they should have had, which makes it so now that old problem is so completely incongruent. Here's an example of this that I, I wish I heard a few years ago. Uh, let me set the stage for the story very briefly. I hired the wrong bookkeeper for my business many years ago in terms of my accounting, in terms of tracking expenses and everything else of that nature. Basically put, I hired the wrong accountant. And I didn't know that yet. And unfortunately, I went a good three years assuming everything was okay. And then suddenly here was a major issue in the accounting and out of nowhere, technically speaking, it was my fault, I suddenly owed the government an extra $12,000. Luckily, I had it, it was annoying, and I found a pretty good reason to leave that accountant, leave that bookkeeper, and completely migrate everything over somewhere else. I was a little slow in that process, though very clearly, it was time to break up with that crappy, crappy bookkeeper. Let's call it out. <laughs> and imagine if that was the situation. Let's talk to an accountant. Let's talk for a bookkeeper here. It's not just about better tracking your income. Though very clearly, we do need to better track your income, and that's what we're going to do here. It's also about having a mechanism so on a monthly basis, you're receiving a report that shows exactly where you are in your business so that you know exactly how much money you have at the end of the year, and there's no surprises anymore at tax time. Everyone else out there, here's the thought process, this is the framing. Everyone else out there is selling accounting. Everyone else is selling bookkeeping. To have heard a message like that, suddenly now, it puts a new set of criteria on the buying decision. And from that filter now, if this provider was 20, 30, in fact, this one was nearly 40% higher than everyone else who I was considering, if that was the case that I heard, then yes, absolutely take my money, fix my accounting, and we have cleaned that up. That story is now, thankfully, three years old. All is good now. <laughs> so here's the formula once again. It's not about X, though we're definitely going to do X. It's also about Y so that you can Z. 
The benefit of this is, as is the title of this week's episode, change your buyer's criteria. Up until the time you use this specific hypnotic persuasion pattern, up until the time you deliver this, they've been looking, let's call it out, perhaps maybe they've been looking for a commodity. They've been looking for a category. So as I say the word commodity, it's not because it also sounds like commode. Let's now give you a plumbing example. I know, right? <laughs> this is how my brain works. It's not just about snaking your drain so that it doesn't leak anymore. Though we are going to snake your drain so it doesn't leak anymore. It's also about rebuilding the pipes underneath your sink. This way you can actually use your garbage disposal that you've got installed so that now larger clumps of stuff, that's a technical plumbing term, uh, larger clumps of stuff easily pass through and you don't have to bring back a plumber every six months as you've been so far. So up until such a phrase has been delivered, the criteria has been, hey, you know, certain services we have around our home, every two to three years, they tend to say, have your uh, dryer vents cleaned, you know, every three to five years, perhaps I may be off on this. Clearly these are not my industries. They recommend having like your, um, you know, air ducts cleaned and such. If you've got a chimney, there's different filters about how often you should have your chimney cleaned, uh, which is actually bringing to mind a very specific example we went through at home, which I'll share with you here. It's not about the fact of whether you're burning wood or like one of those Duraflame logs, one is cleaner than the other. So it's not just about cleaning your chimney, though we are going to clean your chimney. It's also about repairing the structure of where the smoke escapes at the top of your chimney so that your house doesn't burn down. That sounds a little traumatic. However, when we moved into our home about seven and a half years ago, the one that we're in now, everything was to code, yet there was an issue that the little filter at the top of the chimney wasn't the right size. So it was this moment where like, if we lit a fire in our fireplace, you know, it seemed like a nice benefit that suddenly our living room was like 10 to 15 degrees warmer. Thankfully, the smoke was escaping, the heat was not, and that was causing structural damage to like the mortar, to the uh, bricks, to all the, I'm not a contractor, to all the stuff at the top of that. So up until that moment, we had just thought, hey, we've got a small chimney. We probably just need to get it cleaned more often. When truthfully, there was a different issue that was going on that had to be repaired. And for what it's worth, we got several bids and they all agreed on this. So this is what happens where sometimes people are reaching out to you and your business. More so specifically, I found with a service, though sometimes this may be true with a product, where they are convinced all they need is just this one thing. And again, under promise, over deliver, where you're recognizing that's what they want, but really they need something else to make it so it satisfies that want in an even more thorough way. You know, the, the nature of, <laughs> this is an odd personal story, uh, at one point, I lost so much weight because I had the goal of getting rid of the body fat. And then I wanted to start putting on muscle, started to lift weight, started to eat more protein and tracking my consumption, tracking the exercise as well. And I read somewhere on a thread, and this is a cool little moment, by the way, where suddenly a new sentence was there in front of me, a new sentence was there, and it changed my criteria towards even weight loss. Because someone somewhere online in a forum wrote, by comparison, weight loss is easy, fat loss is easy, gaining muscle is slow and tedious and requires patience. And suddenly now this thing in my head that I convinced myself was impossible and it was part of why I carried around a lot more weight than I needed to for a couple of years, 
Suddenly now a new set of criteria was there. And I'll tell you in that moment, the weight fell off easily. So take a quick moment and ask yourself, what perhaps have you been convincing yourself is hard? And what if by comparison, you could suddenly realize it was easy and I leaned down to a ridiculously low body fat percentage. And as the advice that I read was, this way you can look in the mirror and figure out right away when you're gaining weight, are you gaining muscle or fat? So at one point I had said at a networking event that uh, I was looking to find a custom clothing company that basically at five foot four, it was either boy section or getting the pants taken in. And imagine, I'm giving tons of examples here because chances are I cannot get to every one of your businesses out there. Though oftentimes the more creative these examples get, this is a challenge I often give to the people inside of Business Influence Systems. That's my program where I teach patterns like this plus dozens of more, plus specific applications about how do you use hypnotic influence and persuasion for high ticket phone sales, for webinars, for social media, for writing, for networking, for getting reviews. All of that's there. Check out Business Influence Systems over at jasonlinette.com. But inside of that group, I often encourage people to try to find the most creative, if not silly examples because it's not about letting out your pants so that they fit better because now you're gaining weight on purpose. Though as a professional tailor and custom suit person, I am going to let out your pants. It's also about using a better style of fabric. So this way, as your body changes in your current body composition, the clothing is able to move with you more easily as you're now putting on lean muscle mass. Suddenly now, what would I have heard if that was the sales premise? It changed the criteria. That's no longer a person who just makes clothes, who just takes in pants and um, every pair of pants I've bought from custom places before, the pants always have to be taken up. Yeah, five foot four. This is no longer just a guy who makes custom suits. This is now a person who is an expert on the situation of people whose body composition is changing because they're lifting weights in such a way to put on lean muscle mass. I know. Random examples here, but it's not about X, though we are going to X. It's also about Y, so that you can Z. Uh, a few more examples of this. A client of mine right now is an artist, and he does a really cool style of visual art, sometimes digital, sometimes physical. And needless to say, this is not the piece of art that you would go to like Target or Bed Bath & Beyond and buy with a 20% off coupon uh, for like 60 bucks. No, 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 we're talking incredible pieces of work. I haven't even asked the price, probably in the near thousands, because it's not about giving you a piece of art to hang in your living room. Though by the time we're done, you're gonna have a piece of art to hang in your living room. It's also about interviewing you and getting to know your personality. So this way I can go into my little incubation mode and start to design a piece that specifically emulates you and your morals, your ethics, and what you stand for. So as people walk into your business space, as people walk into your home, they immediately get the right feel and connection based on the environment that you give to this world. Damn, that's good. <laughs> so do you see how we can start to change the criteria of how this all comes together? And I took a little note here about one word, one word which I'd say is optional to all of this, and that's the word just, because it's not just about 
helping you to fix your credit, though we are going to fix your credit. It's not just about giving you a piece of art to hang in your living space, though we are going to give you a piece of art to hang in your living space. It's not just about teaching you a few hypnotic persuasion strategies for better business, though I am going to teach you some hypnotic language patterns for better business. What the word just does is it sets up what we call in hypnotic language patterns a presupposition which I highly encourage you do not get caught up in the jargon, don't get distracted by the big words. A presupposition is an assumption before another assumption. So just by simply dropping in the word just, it's not just about giving you a preview of the techniques you're going to learn inside of business influence systems. Though I am going to give you a preview of what you are going to learn inside of business influence systems. It's also about giving you a pattern you can put to use today so you already see exactly how these patterns work and how they can help you to grow your business. What the word just does is a little principle that I call product pacing. Now in hypnotic language patterns, we talk about future pacing, which for a personal change, that would be imagine there you are, it's five years from now, and you've had five years of success completely free of cigarettes. Imagine there you are, and it's a year from now, and you've been debt-free and your credit is on the mend and quickly rising. Imagine there you are enjoying your home and this beautiful piece of art that emulates who you are is proudly hanging on the wall. So that's future pacing. To drop the term, to drop the word just into that sentence, it builds a little bit of a subconscious trigger as if that thing has already happened. So with the principle of product pacing and inside of my writing strategy I teach in business influence systems, inside of my high ticket sales process, even getting into the specifics of how to consistently ask your clients for testimonials and reviews so that they actually do it, even inside of that, I'm product pacing. It's one of the most effective hypnotic language patterns that I know. The principle of it here is that we're selling based on the concept that they're already doing business with us. We are ethically bypassing the yes or the no response and instead selling them into the outcome as if they're already having the piece of art on the wall. They've already quit smoking. They've already repaired their credit. Their chimney is already repaired. They're already in the better fitting clothing and all the examples that I've shared. And simply by dropping the word just into the sentence at the right place, it's not just about repairing your credit. It's not just about giving you a preview of the language patterns that you are going to learn inside of business influence systems. It builds the expectation that you're already there inside of it. You're already there in the experience of using it. So the whole thing, if you remember the movie, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, the David Mamet, Mamet play, they also made the movie of it, which the movie, the opening scene, which is where most people know it, that scene with Alec Baldwin was added was added for the movie. That's not in the original stage play. And the whole culmination of that scene was the Alec Baldwin moment of going, always be closing. Uh, we often tend to say in hypnotic language patterns, always be leading. And let's put an asterisk at the end of that, always be leading towards an ethical outcome. It's where inside of all that I teach in terms of specific business patterns for ethical influence and positive persuasion, I'm constantly drilling in those two terms of ethical influence and positive persuasion and talking about various checkpoints so that as you get deeper into the sales process, now you're further deepening rapport 
and they're further convincing themselves of the eventual sale, or in the event it's not for them, there's an ethical place out of the process. So it's not just about having checkpoints in your sales process, though you are going to learn how to put checkpoints in your sales process. It's about building a give and take, open flow of communication inside of all that you do. So you're turning your prospects now into raving fans rather than people with buyer's remorse. Let me highlight one more pattern that I keep making use of here that should be explained. The simple use of the two words, so that. Inside of my hypnotic writing strategy, I talk about the power of writing powerful bullet points in your marketing. If you had a simple website, here's a simple formula right now for a landing page on a website, whether it's a service page, whether it's even an opt-in offer. Headline, video, a few bullet points, and a button with a call to action. At your very simplest, that could be your formula for a website. Could it be more? Yes, but that's going to have you up and running better than most people who have massive paragraphs of text on their website that nobody reads. You know it's true. You haven't read it either. <laughs> so the formula for a bullet point, here it is. It's feature so that benefit. So here's an example. Regular, let's use the accounting one from earlier. Regular monthly reports. Yay. We don't know we want that yet. We don't know that's exciting. Here's the formula to make it now something that people, when they read that bullet point, they go, hey, I need that. Regular monthly reports so that you know exactly where you are at the end of every month in your financial standings. Which the beauty of that now is they're going to do that little trans-derivational search inside and realize, hey, that's something I've actually needed for quite some time. That's why we keep getting into trouble at tax time. Once I have these regular monthly reports, that's going to help me so that I know where my financials are at the end of every month. So recognize that in some of these examples, it's not about X, though clearly we're going to do X. Notice, by the way, there's a little bit of a throwaway attitude towards that because it's not about changing your business. Though very clearly, we're going to change your business. It's also about shifting your branding. Why? That, that's the filter you've got to install. Here's the answer. So that your physical materials represent the physical quality of your product. See how that works? Which as a reminder, one last time, I've made a very simple cheat sheet available to you so that you can follow along and fill in the blanks. This way you can make the process absolutely your own. The show notes are always easy. I should probably stop repeating this over and over <laughs> because it's actually very simple here at Hypnotic Language Hacks. My name is Jason Lynette. The last name is spelled L-I-N-E-T-T. -T. One N, two T's, don't put any extra letters at the end. Though if you get my name wrong, don't worry too much. I own all of the misspellings and they all point to the right place. But six letters, L-I-N-E-T-T. -T. So jasonlinette.com forward slash one four, the number 14. That'll bring you over to the show notes and that way you can grab that cheat sheet. Because, well, let's bring it all home here. It's not about just giving you a cheat sheet though you are about to download a cheat sheet to make this even easier. It's also about showing you how much fun you can have marketing and promoting your business so that your buyers are ready to take action with you even before you make an offer so that you stand out against the competition. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com 
for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.